Today in Security from Wired. When it comes to weight loss, no two people are the same. That's why Noom builds personalized plans based on your unique psychology and biology. Take Brittany. After years of unsustainable diets, Noom helped her lose 20 pounds and keep it off. I was definitely in a yo-yo cycle for years of just losing weight, gaining weight, and it was exhausting. And Stephanie. She's a former D1 athlete who knew she couldn't out-train her diet, and she lost 38 pounds. My relationship to food before Noom was never consistent. And Evan, he can't stand salads, but he still lost 50 pounds with Noom. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. Even through the pickiness, Noom taught me that building better habits builds a healthier lifestyle. I'm not doing this to get to a number. I'm doing this to feel better. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom users compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. As a longtime foreign correspondent, I've worked in lots of places, but nowhere as important to the world as China. I'm Jane Perlez, former Beijing bureau chief for The New York Times. Join me on my new podcast, Face Off, U.S. versus China where I'll take you behind the scenes in the tumultuous U.S.-China relationship. Find Face Off wherever you get your podcasts. Today in Security from Wired. Brought to you by Quantic. Lectures, slides upon slides, stuck at your desk. That's old school. It's time for the modern MBA. Quantic is transforming online education with a world-class student network and interactive mobile-first programs that allow you to learn where and when you want. Go to quantic.edu slash wired for more. A Tesla employee thwarted an alleged ransomware plot. Elon Musk confirmed Thursday night that a ransomware gang had approached a Gigafactory employee with alleged promises of a big payout. By Andy Greenberg. Earlier this month, according to a recently unsealed criminal complaint, a 27 year old Russian man named Igor Igorovich Kruchkov met an old associate who now worked at Tesla at a bar in Reno. They drank until last call. At some point in the evening, the FBI says, Kruchkov took the person's phone, put it on top of his own, and placed both devices at arm's length the universal sign that he was about to say something for their ears only. He then invited the Tesla employee to collaborate with a group that carries out special projects. More specifically, he offered the staffer $500,000 to install malware on his employer's network that would be used to ransom its data for millions of dollars. Just a few weeks after that Reno meeting, FBI agents arrested Kruchkov in Los Angeles as the Department of Justice says he was trying to flee the country. His recruitment scheme failed, the complaint says, when the employee instead reported Kruchkov's offer to the company, which in turn alerted the FBI, leading the bureau to surveil Kruchkov and arrest him not long after. Given that Tesla's Gigafactory manufacturing facility is located just outside of Reno, in Sparks, Nevada, speculation immediately focused on Tesla as the likely target of the attack. On Thursday night, Tesla founder Elon Musk confirmed it, in typical offhand style, on Twitter. 
Much appreciated, Musk wrote in response to a report on Tesla news site Tesla Roddy that named Tesla as the attempted ransomware strikes target. This was a serious attack. Tesla itself did not respond to a request for comment. Despite the happy ending, all thanks to a Tesla employee willing to turn down a significant alleged bribe, the attempted insider threat ransomware attack against such a prominent target shows just how brazen ransomware crews have become, says Brett Callow, a threat analyst with cybersecurity firm MCSoft. This is what happens when you hand billions to ransomware groups. If they can't access a network via their usual methods, they can afford to simply buy their way in. Or try to. Tesla got lucky, Callow says. The outcome could have been very different. According to the FBI, Khrushchev had first met the Tesla staffer in 2016 and got back in touch with him via WhatsApp in July. Over the first two days of August, he drove the staffer to Emerald Pools in Nevada and Lake Tahoe, picking up the tabs and declining to appear in photos, court documents say, possibly attempting to avoid leaving a trail of his travels. The next day, Khrushchev took his Tesla contact to a Reno bar and made the offer. Half a million dollars in cash or Bitcoin to install malware on Tesla's network using either a USB drive or by opening an email's malicious attachment. Khrushchev allegedly explained to the Tesla staffer that the group he worked with would then steal data from Tesla and hold it ransom, threatening to dump it publicly if the ransom wasn't paid. Sometime after that first meeting, the Tesla staffer alerted his employer and the FBI began surveilling and recording the subsequent meetings with Khrushchev. Throughout August, Khrushchev allegedly attempted to persuade the Tesla staffer by upping the bribe to $1 million and by arguing that the malware would be encrypted such that it couldn't be traced to the staffer who installed it. Moreover, to distract Tesla's security staff during the ransomware installation, the gang would carry out a distributed denial-of-service attack, bombarding Tesla's servers with junk traffic. In fact, Khrushchev allegedly claimed that another insider they had used at a different company still hadn't been caught after three and a half years. Prosecutors say Khrushchev even went so far as to suggest they could frame another employee of the Tesla staffer's choice for the hack, someone he or she wanted to, quote, teach a lesson. In those conversations, the FBI says Khrushchev also noted that he and the group he worked with would negotiate the ransom with their victims. For example, they demanded $6 million from one firm, Khrushchev allegedly said, but eventually settled for $4 million. The criminal complaint doesn't reveal who that victim company might have been. A couple of weeks after that initial contact, Khrushchev allegedly told the Tesla staffer that the operation targeting Tesla had been put on hold due to the failure of another attempted score in progress. That insider had failed to successfully install the malware, Khrushchev said, asking the Tesla insider to await further communications before he went ahead with his own malware installation. Khrushchev then left for Los Angeles, where the FBI arrested him. The recruitment of insiders that Khrushchev and his collaborators attempted is a well-known tactic in the intelligence world and sometimes in the cybercriminal world. 
A Dutch mole in Iran's nuclear enrichment facility at Natanz helped plant the NSA's and Israeli Stuxnet's malware, for instance. SIM swap schemes designed to take control of victims' phone numbers have also sometimes used rogue employees inside of phone carrier firms. But that kind of inside man trick is rarer among ransomware gangs, says Katie Nichols, the director of intelligence at security firm Red Canary. This indictment is the first time I've heard about an insider-enabled ransomware attack, she says. But she says that as the scourge of ransomware grows, along with its payoffs, the groups are adopting more ambitious tactics. It's part of a larger theme of ransomware adversaries really upping their game, she says. Nichols adds that despite Tesla's success in thwarting the ransomware crew's insider recruitment, the case should nonetheless serve as a cautionary tale. It may suggest that network defenders need to consider the possibility that not just attackers outside the firewall, but malicious employees within it could be the origin of an attack. It really changes the game for the defenders. Before today, I would not have suggested companies include an insider attacker installing ransomware in their threat model, she says. Now everyone has to shift their thinking. If we know about this one case that's been documented, there might be more. Like what you learned? Subscribe everywhere you listen to podcasts and get more security news at wired.com security. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.